Welcome to Grow. I'm your host, Coach Anthony Thompson. I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm thankful for you here. And as I was out today, this story hit me. And I just felt like it was a story that is so relatable. And it's something that I hear so frequently. That your past, your mindset, stuff that happened in your past, your traumas, your anxiety, your worries, your depression, it's killing you. And my hand is up. If you're watching this, you can see my hand is raised. If you're listening, my hand is raised. Yeah, I've got trauma. I've had bad things happen to me in the past. And they hurt. And they are terrible. Maybe you've lost a loved one. Maybe it was a disease. Maybe it was abuse. Maybe you're broke. You're out of money. You're raised in a difficult, tough situation. My mother was pregnant. At 14, gave birth to me at 15, father unknown. She later passed away from a drug overdose when I was seven. So many times what happens with people is that we get transfixed and we get fixated on our problems. We get fixated on our old stories and they become our trophies. Look what I got through. Look, I was abused. And many a time, many times, those stories are in fact just egos. And they, they, feed, they feed just what that is, the ego. And what is the ego? The ego is you are what you do. You are what other people think about you. And you are what you have. Any of those things come into play. It's your ego. And just recently I heard uh, from a client was telling me they were having a tough thing in their mind about how they were, you know, fixated on these ideas and these things that have happened to them in their past. And I stopped them. I said, well, why are you fixated on your past? Why does this matter that this was 40 years ago, 35 years ago, 25 years ago? Why is this still bombarding you? Why is this still an issue? And I had to ask myself those questions when I was with therapists and coaches. And I'd say, why? Why is this bothering me? Why am I holding on to this? And if you heard any of the episodes before, you know that holding on to things in the physical world as well as in the mental, spiritual world, there is a positive and a negative charge to everything that you hold on to. Your words are life and they're death. They're blessing and they're cursing. We hold a relationship. A relationship is positive or it's negative. Right? In a, in a mental capacity, your thought is a positive thought or a negative thought. It is either bringing you higher or bringing you lower. When you think about that, when you eat foods, it's either a positive thing or a negative thing on your body, your physical body, in your mental capacity, in your relationships. You can see how there's a positive, negative charge to everything. In, in kinesiology, if you've been a part of that or understand or heard any of this, you'll, 
you'll know that you can hold on to things and it will make your body weaker. We know that now. We know that with scientific evidence. We know that with holding on to thoughts. Holding on to thoughts. What, what thoughts are you holding on to? And if you're holding on to things of the past, even in your mind, I was abused. I didn't grow up from the right part of the tracks, the right part of the town. You know, I was broke. I was poor. I, the more you identify, the more you hold that thought in your hand, the more it weakens you because you are no longer thinking about the power of what happened after, but you are holding this trophy up, these negative things, these disempowering beliefs, and many times they come back to bite you. I want to give you this picture. All right, the picture is you're in a speedboat. You're out on the lake. I grew up in, in the Chicago area, and we have lakes. That's what we have. If you're on the coast or you're on, in the ocean, it's a different world, but in the Midwest, we have lakes. And in more, even more particularly, when I was little, we would go to Wisconsin. Lakes. And if we were really doing it, we'd have a little cabin and, and we'd get a pontoon boat. Now that's next level stuff, if you know what I mean. We'd get the pontoon and, you know, we'd get into, there's certain lakes that you can go certain speeds, right? There's, and there was one lake, it was called Bass Lake because you could go fast. Bass, fast, lake. We'd get the pontoon, we'd throttle it back, we'd hang on to our hats and our towels and off we went, right? And as you went and as you go, there's the driver and we're all sitting there and you look in the back and sometimes we would have, um, you know, a tube Sometimes we had a little faster boat. Maybe somebody was water skiing. You, you, if you're into water sports, you know what I mean. You look back and there's a wake. And maybe even somebody is tubing or skiing or whatever it may be. And I want you to think of your life as if that past you have is your wake. That's all in the past. That is your wake. Those traumas, those tragedies, even the triumphs, all of those things, they are in the past. That's where you were. And the question is, in order for you to move forward, in order for you to get up into the boat and drive this boat, steer this boat, you got to get out of the wake and you got to get in to the driver's seat. Now that's a question that you have to answer eventually you have to face off with your wake and your past. Now the Bible talks and the scriptures talk about it. It says, letting go of those things which are behind and pressing on to those things which are ahead toward the mark, toward the higher calling of God, which is Christ. That's the challenge I have for you today. The challenge is... One, have you faced off with your wake? Have you examined it? Have you sat down with it? Have you understood the benefits of your wake? What did it teach you? Losing a loved one, what did it teach you? Right, what did, what did it teach you? For me, you know, feeling rejected, what did it teach me? 
Single parent, what did it teach me? Moving around from different houses, what did it teach me? Being adopted, what did that teach me? Everything is teaching you. That's the perspective. That's the look that I want to challenge you in. What, and until you face off with it, say, what did I learn from this? Until you can do that, and when you do that, then you can get into the boat, and you can get behind the wheel, and you can look ahead, and you can start to see, I want to press on toward the mark of a higher calling. What is that higher calling? What is my spirit connected to? Where do I see myself going? Where do you see yourself going? Where do you want to go? What if you switched your attention from your wake? Now, many people say, oh, can you already hear? Oh, I'm in the wake. It's awesome. Yeah, there's trauma. I know, but I'm, I'm like... I'm water skiing it, it's, it's okay, it's great, it's, it's awesome. What's wrong with that? Have you ever fallen off when you were in the back, you know, water skiing or, you know, uh, on, a, on a wakeboard? You ever fallen off and then still try to hold on to that little rope? You literally almost drowned. And I want you to think of that perspective as well. When you're in the wake and you're trying to navigate it and go through it, there's days when you feel like you're on top of it and you are crushing it. I know. And there's other days when you fall off and you're so far underwater and you're depressed and you're anxious and you're worried and you're like, oh, I thought I beat this. I thought I got past this. I, I want to present and challenge you to a higher calling. This is about growth. This is about growing. And in particular, this is in your mind and with your wisdom. Learn from the past, acknowledge the past, hold it, but then it also says in Scripture to cast away. It says, put your care on God. Toss it away because He tenderly cares for you. Why? He wants you going where He needs you to go. Not just sitting in the past, dwelling on these things, these pains, these hurts, these faults, these... Listen, what you focus on is where you will go. If you've ever ridden a bike or someone's teaching you to ride a bike or teaching you to ride a motorcycle, they're going to show you where your eyes go is where you will turn. Where your focus goes, your energy is going to flow. And when you're thinking about, oh, I don't have this and I don't have this and... You know, I, I'm underwater in debt, and I'm doing this. All of those thoughts, draining, taking, minimizing your energy. It's literally killing you. It's not a trophy. It's not something to show and be proud. Look at what, I, look at what, I, what happened to me. No, look at, what is, look at what you're building for the future. Look at where, this, where you're going next. Look at the positivity. Look at the hope and the peace and the abundance and the overflow that you are moving towards. That you, not even moving towards, you already are. Whenever I'm with people and with clients, I just say, hey, remember this. You have everything you need. Those of you in a spiritual context, you say that you 
are in Christ, you have faith in God, well, you have God. You have everything you need. God is peace and patience. He's self-discipline. Keeps no record of wrongs. He is love, abounding. He's overflowing and abundant. He's a provider and a protector in your life. So either you are and take on what you say you take on in spirit, in God, or you live a life in the wake of the worries and the anxiousness and the stresses and you allow all of those thoughts and you hold those and they weaken you and you wonder, why am I not past this? Why does this keep happening to me? Why am I still anxious? Why am I still worried? Why do I still have unforgiveness? Here's my challenge before we go. Number one, face off with your past. Face off with the traumas. It happened. It's hurtful. It's horrible. Face off with it. Forgive yourself. Just forgive yourself. Scriptures tell us how to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Forgive yourself, number one. It's okay. You messed up. No big deal. Made a mistake. Somebody did something to you. It's a lesson. It's a learning. It's, you, it's making you a better person. It's bringing you to a higher level. Because as you forgive and as you forgive others, let the Holy Spirit direct you even now of what you need to let go of. Let go. Literally take it, hold it. If you're there listening and you can, hold it, acknowledge it, and throw it. Literally just throw that thing out of there. Say, I'm done with it. I don't want any more. I don't want the addiction. I don't want the, the feeling. I don't need the pain. It's gone. And I want you to start to take on the new. What is the new? That's the future that you have. That's the forward thinking that's coming around you. That's God in you. What do you want? What do you think God has for you? What is it you need to do spiritually to get in that place? What do you need to do mentally to get rid of those negative charge and bring in the positive that God has for you in your life? Do you need to drop relationships? What about those? Are they positively charging you? Or negatively charging you? What's in your mind? What are you listening to? What are you watching? What are you talking about? What are you journaling? Positive? Negative. Right? What about your health? Inventory. Positive? Negative. All of this is all part of your past is killing you. Do this. Let it go. Cast it away. That's the challenge. Cast it away. Ask for forgiveness. For all of that. Just, and just cast it away. Say, you know what? It's not serving me anymore. I don't need to live there. It's not a trophy that I want. I need to let it go. And start building for the future. Press on to those things which are ahead. The higher calling of God on your life, in your life, for your life. Start to imagine. Start to see. What is it that you want to become? Where on this boat... Do you want to drive? What does it look like? What does it feel like? 
what's that clear picture? Write it down. Get excited about it. Listen to what the Spirit is saying to you. And if you don't know the voice of the Spirit, it's because you're not spending time with the Spirit. A child knows a parent's voice because a child only listens to the parent's voice. The voices that are loudest in your life are there because of the most dominant in your life. If you want to hear the voice of the Spirit, it's got to be dominant in your life. And you only know how to make that happen. That's my challenge to you. If there's something in here that resonated with you, I want to know. I want to know. I know you might not be happy about some of this that I said that might mess up your theory on trauma and all those sorts of things. It's okay. Let it go. Throw it away. It's not serving you. It's forgiveness. Face off with it. Move forward. Challenge those that are interested in spirituality. There's a spiritual accountability group. You can go to anthonythompson.org and jump in there. I'm in there every day. Why? Because spirituality is the platform for liftoff in every area of growth in your life. That's a big thing. And lastly, if you're looking for devotionals, check out Uversion. There's a bunch or Kindle on Amazon. Just search Anthony Thompson and you'll find some stuff or message me on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. What resonated with you the most? I challenge you. Let go of it. It's killing you. Move on to the future. Can't wait to see you on the next one. <laughs> and, I and I tell you, it's going to get even better. It's better than a $10 pizza. All right, we'll chat soon. Have a good one. Love you.